0: hello how are y'all doing today welcome to another episode of true dominion ministries podcast i'm your host christopher stevens and today we're going to go into chapter four of matthew and we're going to be talking about how jesus was tempted by satan we have already came from the place of the genealogy and we have gone through all the way into the baptism where but now Jesus is coming into his own. We already saw him as a child and and now he is transformed into this adult, this grown man who is a carpenter, who is the son of Joseph, the son of Mary, but ultimately the son of the Holy Spirit, the son of God. And today we're going to just be talking about the part of temptation that um, so sadly has been uh, has has come to only be about The temptation. But I want to say to you all today that it is not always about the temptation that we should be looking at. But we also need to look at the time that Jesus spent with the father, the time when he got the understanding the time when he got the blueprint, when he understand who he was supposed to become, who he was supposed to be, who he was in every facet of life and how he was able to get all the revelation that he's had. And yes, he spent all these thirty years learning of who the father was, learning of all the old scriptures, learning of what was. But now he is what he is, and then he's going to become what is to be. And I just want to talk about that from that perspective, from a past tense, uh, from a present tense, and from a future tense. Um, I understand that when we look at this, uh. This prophecy that Jesus is from the days of old, we see that he is not a man after God's own heart, but in fact, he is God in the flesh. He is who God sent to represent him in the earth. He is the one that God made uh, tangible for man to see, tangible for man to touch and feel and all those other things so that we would know that God loves us in a way that we on normal circumstances would have felt or would have been able to understand. But when Jesus came, he came in the fullness of God. He came in the fullness of man. He came to represent who God was in the earth. That's why he was touched by the feelings of our infirmities, not because he was God and he knows all and sees all, but because he was man and he felt all things that we feel in the earth. You know, He healed all things that we deal with in the earth, all manner of disease, all manner of thoughts, all manner of are the things that we deal with on a day to day basis, that's how he is able to be touched by the feeling of our infirmities, because he was once man, he was once made the position that we are. You see, God is not a man that he would not bring himself to be who we are so that he could fully teach us or show us who, we, who, who he is so he, that he could fully teach us how to walk into the things that he is calling us to walk into. And this 40 days of fasting was just that this 40 days of fasting was the time that Jesus spent with the father from from being a regular man to having the Holy Spirit come upon him and he become who God has called him to be. Before that, there was no signs. There was no miracles being done. So I want you to understand that before he became Jesus, the Christ, he was Jesus, the man. He was Jesus, the boy. He was Jesus, the child, the baby. He was Jesus in that facet before he became Jesus, the Christ. See, there had to be somebody to protect him when he was a baby because Herod wanted to kill him. So he he, his father fleed the man that he called daddy fleed into a place called Egypt where they were not really welcome at. But because God had sought for Egypt to house him and sought for Egypt to cover him in, in his days of 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 being a child, being a baby, he sought for him a place that no one would seek to look for him. And that was in Egypt. So today I'm going to be talking about the past, the present and the future, but I'm going to be coming from the place of his 40 days was not only about being tempted, but it was about him getting the revelation of who he was supposed to be, the assignment he was supposed to do and the impact he was supposed to have in the earth. And we see that in chapter three, that as he was being baptized, the Holy Spirit it descended like a dove and it came upon him but in chapter 4 he was driven where into the wilderness he was driven into his alone place he was driven into his place of solitude he was driven into a place where no one was where no one could influence him no one could talk to him no one could distract him no one can take him out of the presence of the father for 40 days and for 40 nights and then after that then he was tempted because he was hungry, after he had done the speaking with God, after he had done the seeking God, after he had done the praying, after he had done all the things that he had needed to do for that moment, then came the temptation, so after he had learned who he was supposed to be, after he had seen who he was supposed to be, after God had done expounded to him who he was, who he was supposed to be, what he was supposed to do, the impact he was supposed to make, then he was tempted, And the devil tempts him, saying, turn these stones into bread. And Jesus says, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. But in John six and thirty five, Jesus says, I am the bread of life who comes to me, shall never hunger. And he who believes in me shall never thirst. Jesus says, not only am I the bread of life. But I am also the drink. If you believe in me and that was from the present tense, the past tense is when he was in The second temptation and the devil tempts Jesus, he tempts him with the church. And he says, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you in their hands. They shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone, which comes from Psalms 91. But Jesus, knowing Psalms 91, Jesus, knowing the father, Jesus, knowing his position, says, He comes from Psalms 118. He knows that he was the stone that the builders rejected. He has become the chief cornerstone. You know, so Jesus says it is written, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. And that is in the past tense. He comes from he comes from a place of understanding that he is the chief cornerstone he is the stone that the builders rejected from psalms 118 which was a past tense of who how it was already presented that who he would be and who he would become so he comes from the present first then he comes from the past but the next temptation he comes from the future the very next thing that satan says to him He said again, the devil took him to up on an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. The devil tempted Jesus by showing him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory one has gold one has diamonds one has fertile land one has oil one has all these things these this this is what the devil tempted Jesus with he tempted him with Everything that the earth had for him, everything that the kingdoms of the world had for him. And he said these. I will give you all of these. I will give you all of these. If you would just if you would just worship me, if, if you would just give me your power, I would I would do this for you. I would give you all of these things because I own all of them, because when man fell, he fell at my will. When he fell, he gave everything to me. So I'm willing to transfer them over to you. If you would just worship me. But Jesus, knowing who he was, say away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. And then the Bible says, then the devil left him and behold, angels came and ministered to him. And this is where he was tempted from his future place, because in Revelations chapter 11 and 15, it says the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. So when the enemy came, he didn't just come to tempt Jesus about his past or his present. He also came to tempt him about his future. He said, if I can get the future out of your hands, then I can hold on to it for myself. So why don't you just worship me and I will get the glory and I will get what is to come. And I want to use for a topic today. It's your time. Lord Heavenly Father, I come before you, O Heavenly Father. I ask you to open my mind, open my heart. Use me in every facet that you want to use me, O Heavenly Father, to get the glory out of me. Expound the word to your people. Expound the word to your children, O Heavenly Father. Let them feel you, O Heavenly Father, and that they may grow and they may be exceeding great in your glory, in your anointing, in your presence, O Heavenly Father. Let thou your will be done today. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name I pray. Amen. But we see after the temptation that the devil was a day late and a dollar short because after the 40 days, Jesus was already aware of his assignment. What was and what was to come? The enemy is second at everything is what I want you to understand. He is second at everything. Never first. He's not a creator. He is an imitator. He was never the light. He only bared it. Jesus was the light of the world. He only bared it, which means he he carried it. Or he held it for God, but he was never it. He always had it, though. He thought that he was it. It's always dangerous when pride comes over or when pride takes over because it will have you thinking you have power. When the fact of the matter is you only bear that which God has given you. When we understand that the enemy only comes after what we have or what we are walking into to distract. And after he comes to distract us from getting to us or to hinder us from the process of growth. Why? Because he understands when you fully know how to resist him, he has to flee. He doesn't flee forever, but for a season. No one wars always every day when all the time. We learn through Jesus and scripture that there is a season of peace, a season that God will allow you to walk into things that he has predestined you for without the hindrance and why do I say that because the Bible says that in Ecclesiastes 3 that to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven just like you were born you will also die just like some things that were planted in you must be plucked up a time to kill the confusion and a time to heal from the distraction the confusion bought a time to break down the walls that rejection built and a time to build up off of the foundation of of righteousness that was laid in your heart. There is a time to weep and there is also a time to laugh. There is the promise that the troubles don't last always. You may mourn, but if you keep on living, you will also you will also dance. A time to cast away those hard things in life and a time to gather them together. A time to talk about them because you see that when we go through something, it is supposed to be for somebody else. We are supposed to help somebody else. That's why we, the Bible says that we are overcome by our testimony. We help people overcome by what we've went through. We help people overcome by embracing what once was and now helping to deliver somebody from what is now you see uh, you have to understand that when God does a thing in us he does it all the way and when he does it all the way he does it to get the glory and not only through you but through the next person that you are to impact you see God is not a man That he's only looking at one situation Like sometimes you and I do We're looking at a situation that we are in But when when God has predestined for us to walk into a situation He has also predestined us to come out of a situation And when we come out on the other side We're not supposed to keep it to ourselves But we are supposed to give that over to somebody else To help somebody else overcome what once was in our lives You see, God has placed us in the place we were made to help the next person If you just hold on to everything that God has given you, hold on to everything that God has helped you out of. Hold on to everything that God has done. You are a word that that has not returned. You are a word that has not done that which God had called you to do. Whatever God does for you, he you are supposed to help somebody else through that same thing. It may not be the same exact way that you went through it but there will be similarities in every aspect of it. We are supposed to help somebody on the other side. There is a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. You have to know when to stop letting people drop their mess On you, there is a time to get and a time to lose. You will always be on the receiving side of the ball with God, but at times you will also lose some things, some people. This is the pattern of growth. There were some shoes that you received at the age of 12 that you really liked, and you really loved these shoes, and you kept them, and by and over time, when you turned 13, you could no longer wear the shoes, and for they There is a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear down, but also a time to mend or sew together, a time to keep silence and a time to speak. Everything does not deserve a reaction immediately. Sometimes you have to keep your peace and in time you will have the opportunity to say what it is that you need to say. A time to love everyone and yourself but also a time to hate what God hates, like the sin that dwells in us. A time of war in the spirit. But there is also a time of peace. Nothing temporal lasts forever. And I just want to read Ecclesiastics chapter three. From nine on down to the end of the chapter, which is verse 22 from nine to 22. What profit has the worker from in which he labors? I have seen the God given task with which the sons of men are to be occupied. Mm. The task which the sons of men are to be occupied. Hmm. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity in their hearts. Except that no one can find out the work that God does from beginning to end. I know that nothing is better for them than to rejoice and to do good in their lives and also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of his labor. It is the gift of God to enjoy. The good of your labor is the gift of God. I know that whatever, go, whatever God does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing can be taken from it. God does it that men should fear before him. That which is has already been and what is to be has already been. And God requires an account of what is past what is has always been what will be has always been and what was past God requires an account moreover I saw under the sun in the place of judgment wickedness was there and in the place of righteousness iniquity was there no one is perfect because this says that in the place of judgment wickedness was there and also in the place of righteousness iniquity was there we were born in sin shaped in iniquity predestined to do wrong but by the blood of Jesus we are repenters and we come to the knowledge who Jesus Christ is why he lived why he died why he gave what he gave why he did what he did He did all of these things so that we would have life and have it more abundantly. When you understand that what Jesus did was for our own good, we can understand who he is. Verse 17. I said in my heart, God shall judge the righteous and the wicked, for there is a time there for every purpose and for every work. I said in my heart concerning the condition of the sons of men, God tests them and they may see that they themselves are like animals. For what happens to the sons of men also happens to animals. One thing befalls them as one dies, so dies the other. Surely they are all have one breath man has no advantage over animals for all is vanity all go to one place all are from the dust and all return to the dust who knows the spirit of the sons of men which goes upward and the spirit of the animals which goes down to the earth so I perceived that nothing is better than that a man should rejoice in his own works for that is his heritage for who can bring him to see what will happen after him. Who can bring a man to see what will happen after he has already passed over? It's your time. It's your time. And when you understand that everything has a time and everything has a season, there is a season and a purpose to everything under the heavens. There is a time for everything to happen. Nothing happens by happening stance. Everything is orchestrated perfectly by the father. I want us to understand. I want us to get in our minds that what Jesus did by spending those 40 days and 40 nights with the father that was a representation of who we should be. We should be people after God's face. We should be people seeking his heart, people seeking to understand who we are and who we are supposed to be. You see, that's what Jesus really spent time with the father doing so that he can hear from the father directly so that he can speak directly to the father so he can get the understanding of who he is, who he was supposed to be so that he could go on and do exploits in the earth. So that he could go on and do what the father has commissioned him to do he said I do only what I see the father do I say only what I hear him say how do you do that you do that by spending time you do that by prayer by fasting you do that by the holy spirit nothing that we do that is miraculous can be done by the will of man everything that we do that it a miracle will only be done by the holy spirit the only power that there is there is it's only one power that lives in the earth, and that is the power of God, the power of the anointing of God, the power of God. There is no other power in the earth. Jesus came to exemplify the power that God was in the spirit in the flesh. I'll say that again, that Jesus came to exemplify who the father was in the spirit in the flesh. Jesus came to exemplify who God was in the spirit by way of the flesh in the earth. I want us to understand that God is the one that sits high and looks slow. He is the one that has orchestrated and narrated everything that is going on in the world, in the earth. He has already orchestrated everything that is going. He is the only power. There is no power, but the power of God. Everything else is an afterthought everything else is an imitation everything else is something that wants to be of its own accord and that is not God the devil has the power of persuasion he persuades you to go left or to go right he persuades you to do sin and to walk in sin and to live in sin and to stay in sin but God is the power that delivers you from the sin God is the power that delivers you from what the enemy has persuaded you to do god is the only power the enemy can only do what god allows him to do when when we look at job the things that befell Job only befell him because God said, have you considered my servant Job? Have you considered him? And the enemy said, I don't know who Job is, where Job at. I bet you if you take the hedge from around him, I make him curse you to your face. And God said, you can touch him. You can touch everything around him, but you cannot touch him. And he went and he did all of these things. And and then he the enemy came back to God. God. He said, God, if anybody can praise you, anybody can love you, anybody can worship you as long as they still have themselves, as long as they still have their good health, as long as they they're in their right mind, as long as they still are. God said you can touch his body, but you cannot take his soul. He said, I will allow you to do some things to him, but I will not allow you to take him because I have more work for him to do. I have to get him to the place that he wants that I need him to be, not the place that he wants to be, but to the place that I need him to be. You see, there is a place that God is calling you to be, and it's not the place that you want to be, but it's the place that he wants you to be. You see, this is your time. Why? Because God is doing a new thing, and it's springing forth even now. God is doing the thing that we sometimes can't perceive. Sometimes we can yet not understand, because God is not doing the things in the time that we would think that they should be done. But he's doing them in his time, and sometimes his time comes before our time comes. Sometimes his time comes after we think we should have already been there. You see, we are not in We are not in the position to say to God and what we will and what we will not do at a certain time. When he calls for that to be, then that shall come. You see, change comes without permission, but God is the one that brings the change. If we follow his lead, if we follow his his example that he gave us through Jesus, Jesus didn't come and say, devil, get away from here because I'm Jesus. No, he did not. He came with the word from his father. He said, if, if all of scripture was supposed to Was meant to, to, to explain Meant to expound Meant to under, bring understanding Meant to bring correction Meant to bring instruction Then that means that everything from the old All the way to the new From Genesis to Revelation Is all meant to help us in some certain way In some way shape or form That means it's here to help us get to a divine place in God It's meant it's here to help us to take the next step That next leap of faith to Go to the next place in God Everything that is in this Bible was meant to instruct us and direct us into in some way shape or form So we have to understand that when Jesus did what he did by resisting the devil He caused the devil to flee but also by bringing back to the devil God's word even though the devil knew God's word He could not override what Jesus was saying and he had to flee You see, this here is the process of growth. See, Jesus was a young boy that could not defend himself. He was a baby that could not defend himself. But when he became a man, you see, when he got the Holy Spirit, when he received the Holy Spirit from above, then he was able to protect himself. It's your time because you must now walk with the Holy Spirit and you must allow the Holy Spirit into every area of your life. You must allow him to into everything. Fa- He's not coming in, kicking down walls, kicking down barricades that you have built to keep certain things secret, to keep certain people out. He, You have to allow him in to those places in order for him to do what it is that he wants to do. You see, ever. Over the course of 30 years Jesus didn't have no Holy Spirit To to lead and guide him into the things Of his Father What he had was knowledge Knowledge of what the Word said But see he did not have the Holy Spirit To do the signs, wonders, and miracles He did not have the anointing of God To back him in the earth To to move mountains And to cause, cause trees to wither By just speaking To turn water into wine To do all of these miracles, signs, and wonders He did not have what God God is yet. Though he was the son of God, he did not have the anointing, the backing of God. And that's what I want us to understand today, that, that in his time of the wilderness, in his time of solitude, he got that understanding. Revelation comes from the Holy Spirit. It's your time. But what is it your time to do is the question. I understand that people have this perception that if I'm of the fold, if I walk with God, then then nothing should befall me. There should be no no bad days. Everything should be on the up and up. But I want you to know that in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, it says there are going to come times when you're going to have to cast away some things. There're going to come times when you will weep and you will mourn. There are going to come times when you are going to go through some things but there is also going to be times when you're, there is going to be joy. There is going to be peace. There is going to be praise. There is going to be uh, uh, the good things are going to overtake you. There are going to be times when things seem like they can't get together, but there are going to be times when things seem that you could not be closer to God. There are going to be times when it seems that God is so far away, but there are also going to be times when God says, I am here with you. All you got to do is just keep coming and, and, And I want you all to understand that today, that even in Jesus doing all the 40 days of fasting and understanding of who he was supposed to be and the enemy coming in, he said that it is written. He said that it is written that man should not live by bread alone. It is written that we shall not tempt the Lord thy God. It is written, it is written, it is written that you shall worship the Lord thy God only. It is written, it is written, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. It is written. It is written. And when we know what is written, we have what it takes to resist the devil. We have what it takes to resist Satan. We have what it takes to resist sin. We have what it takes. When we have the Holy Spirit, not only do we have the backing of God, but we also have the anointing of God. Everything doesn't come overnight It's going to take some time because you have to be processed. It's going to take some time because you have to allow him into every area, into every facet of your life. You have to allow him to come in and to do the work. You cannot do it on your own. If you could, you have already done it. But since you can't, you have to wait on him to do it. But not only waiting is not good enough. You have to tear down all those barricades that you've built on the inside. You have to tear down all those, all those structures, those brick walls that you built to keep people out that have already hurt you and to keep people out that were sent here to use you, to keep people out. You have to be able to pull those walls down and let the Holy Spirit into those places because there needs to be healing taking place. There needs to be deliverance taking place. There needs to be all these things taking place because I will promise you, you can, you can go from place to place and you can, and you can speak in tongues. You can preach the word of God. You can do all of these things, but there are still some things in you that need to be healed. There are still some things in you that God needs to deliver out of you. I can promise you that because I have seen it myself. I can, I can speak in tongues for hours and I can pray for days and I can do all of these things. But at the end of the day, there is still something yet not touched on the inside that needs to be cleansed and i have seen god cleanse a thing that six years ago i thought was one way but god said to me he said you see it in one aspect but you had a part in that also i was talking a a couple of weeks ago i was talking about how I had lost everything and it seemed like the woman that I was with, she had walked away. And then I had to go back to her and she told me, she said, I release you so that I could go away and I can live my own life. That rejection right there, I think it kind of hurt in a place and I blamed her for not getting married is what I did. But God was showing me that, yes, (laughs) she rejected you. But you let go. It takes two people to reject the thing that God has set into motion. It's not just one person. It's both parties. Because even though she said, I lose you and I let you go. I had to come into agreement and say, "Okay, I leave and I go on to live my life. How many people are hearing God? When it comes to them, how many times how many people are hearing God when it comes to him correcting you, even though you may have been the hurt one, even though you may have felt like you was the one that was done wrong, even no matter what it looks like or no matter how you how you look at it. Have you let the Holy Spirit in to tell you that not only was it them, it was also you? Not only did they do something, but what did you do? You know, when God begins to show you you, then you can say, "Okay, I'm in the right place because God is not only dealing with everyone around you. He's also dealing with you. He's dealing with your heart. He's dealing with your character. He's dealing with you. And if anyone sees that, young I want you to tell how I said I apologize. Because I thought it was all her, not knowing that I had a part in it. I had something to do with it, that it was my fault too. I'm not going back and forth about that situation. That's what was. I'm a happily married man now. I have come to the place that I don't want anything to stand in between me and And getting to destiny, the place that God has predestined me to be. There is nothing that I want to stand in the way of that. So I had to come to the place where I had to let the Holy Ghost into everything. I had had to call on him personally. I had to call on them personally. Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, come in, come in, come in. Let me talk to you. Holy Spirit, have your divine way. Holy Spirit, let me know what is in me that should not be so that I may get it out, so that I may bring glory unto the Father. Because I don't want to do anything outside of myself. I want to do everything in the the excellence of the Holy Spirit, because he is the one that makes us who we are supposed to be. Not even Jesus can get past that. What makes you think you can? None of us is able to do it. you want to be free? You can't get free by yourself. It's your time. But what is it your time to do is the question. What is it your time to do? What is your time to let go? What is it your time to let the Holy Spirit have his way in? What is it your time to, to, to walk away from? What is it your time to walk into? What is it your time to do is the question today. And I'm going to leave you with this thought that no matter where you go, no matter what you do, the Holy Spirit always wants to get to you more so that you can get to the place that God has called you to be. You are supposed to be a word from God, which means you shall not return void, which means you shall accomplish everything he sent you to do, which means there is some things that have to be lifted off of you and taken out of you in order for you to do those things. There are people that have died that have not done those things because they have not allowed the Holy Spirit in to those areas in order for them to walk in that way. But there is a time that you were born and there is going to be a time that you die. The date has already been set. The, the, The invitation has already been given. The time will come. But in the midst of now and that time coming, who will you be? Or who will you become? It's your time. But you have to know what is your time to do. I'm not telling you that you're supposed to excel now in life. Right now, it may be time for you to understand who God is, the orchestration of what God wants to do in your life. You might need order. You might need instructions. Whatever it is, it's your time to get what God has for you. For the time now that leads to the time that is yet to come. And that's all I wanted to say today. Lord Heavenly Father, I pray that what was said here, O Heavenly Father, that it touches someone's life, that it touches someone's heart, that it touches someone deeply, O Heavenly Father, into the place where only the Holy Spirit can reach into, O Heavenly Father. It's not by might, not by strength, but by your spirit, O God, that people are moved from one position to the next, O Heavenly Father, that things are revealed, O Heavenly Father, that things are opened up into them, that they are expounded into the place that they can receive the understanding that you want to do something. Something new oh heavenly father open your people up oh heavenly father to receive today of you oh heavenly father not of themselves not of what they want not of what they have but of you oh god open your spirit open the people's spirit to receive you today holy spirit open your spirit to receive them today holy spirit i ask you to open yourself up and let the holy spirit have his way because when he has his way everything that you thought will become clear. Y'all have a blessed day.